One, two, one, two, check, check, one, two, three, uno, dos, tres. Welcome, welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Let me get adjusted here because it is hard being uh, the writer, the talent, the producer, the mic stand guy, the lighting guy. If I was filming porn right now, um, I would be having to do the lighting and ejaculate at the same time, but my heart burns back, dude. Uh, of course, it would hit me like right when I start recording, too. It hits me at the worst. But welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. I'm going to take a quick sip. God, how annoying is that, dude? How unprofessional. How unprofessional and annoying. Oh, there it is. Oh, he's back. He's at it from the back. You know what I think it's from? I had chilies for the first time yesterday. I was trying to get the homies to go to Red Lobster. Because I wanted to have a nice dinner. I wanted to go to Red Lobster and be fancy. Everybody says, no, I don't want to go to Red Lobster. I don't trust seafood in Texas. And I was like, people, I have eaten lamb shake, lamb shank at Mexican restaurants in Washington. So what do you think is going to stop me from eating Red Lobster in Texas? They put them on trucks. They put them on cold trucks. And I mean, they ship human bodies back and forth the country in cold trucks, you know? It's like, if you ever think about this when you're on a cruise ship, that there's a morgue and there's dead people just on the cruise ship. Because when you get thousands of old people out at the sea, somebody's bound to croak. But anyways, I had chilies for the first time. That's probably where my heartburn's coming from. And plus, I've been eating a leave like candy because my arthritis has been acting up. Oh, look at me getting old. Heartburn, arthritis acting up, going to chilies, and I didn't even get jerked off behind the chilies. I've had this thing for a couple of years now where I just have this fantasy about getting jerked off behind the chilies. I don't know what it is. I don't know what sparked it. Uh, but I can't find anybody to do it. I can't find anybody to jerk me off behind the chilies. So I might have to uh, take measures into my own little hands, you know? Into my own little German pasty palms. Take measures into my own hands and get jerked off behind the chilies. Just say I did. I want to walk up to the homies. Imagine walking up to your friends and say, hey, how was your weekend? And instead of saying, well, I watched NASCAR, which I did. Oh, I watched F1, which I did. Oh, I did some laundry, which I did. I jerked off, which I did. I can say, hey, I got jerked off behind a Chili's. Special sauce, G-Love and special sauce. That's probably where the name G-Love and Special Sauce came from. Um, oh, man. Holy indigestion. Oh, man. You guys want to know my secret of looking so young? It's feeling like an old man. It's everything you see on the exterior. Like when I tell my age to people and they go, whoa. It's because I feel... I look 25, I feel 65. I'm not going to last long, dude. So, um, you know, <laughs> it's a grim reality. But I don't like to think like that. That's why I don't, I don't want to smoke cigarettes. I don't want to eat unhealthy food. I don't want to do all these things because I wrestle with my immortality. Because I think, okay, if I already feel this shitty at 30, how the fuck am I going to feel at 60? But by that time, maybe modern medicine, if... You know, they don't put all their stock in trying to give people COVID vaccinations and they actually come up with like autoimmune disorder medications. Um, 
Yeah. People are like, oh, do you ever go see a therapist? Like, no, what the fuck am I going to tell them? My feet hurt and I'm sad? Everybody's sad. You think I want to talk around and sit around and talk about my feelings, even though that's what I'm doing right now? Am I projecting? Oh my God, maybe that's what's happening. But no, I don't want to go talk to some stranger. And a lot of people, you know what's funny when you get on Tinder and stuff like that, or when you make a Bumble account? It'll ask you what your interests are. And then one of the interests is mental health. It's like, how is that an interest? That's just something you do, you know? Is that how fit people say that? Oh, I'm into fitness. Like mentally ill people say, oh, I'm into mental health. The people that can't pay off their student loans and shit, the people that think there's no uh, difference in men and women and whatnot, they're like, oh, I'm into mental. For the fact, just because you are mentally ill, it does not make you an expert on mental health because you go and see a therapist who's probably just as nutters as you are because we search out therapists that'll reaffirm our sadness and just tell us what we want to hear. Therefore, I think that whole therapy thing is bullshit. What are we all just going to sit around and say, oh, I'm sad. That's because we had nothing else to do. Do you think there's depression in war-torn villages in Africa? No, they're trying to get fucking water and not get gunned down by machine guns. Do you think they have time to sit around and talk about how sad they are? Ugh, dude, America. I love America, but it disgusts me. Same thing, just the West in general, dude. I love it, but it disgusts me. We're such pathetic creatures at this point, dude. That's why when people come here, you know, that's why when like Hispanic people and Asian people come here, they just fucking kill it. And Indian people, you know, they come from these places where it's way harder. And they come here and they put in that same effort and they get richer than all of us. You know, people want to talk about like white privilege and shit like that. Look at the wealth. Look at where the wealth is going, dude. It ain't blue collar white folks like myself. You want to talk about white privilege? Yeah, I don't feel very privileged when I wake up at 3.45 a.m. and I got to drive to the fucking airplane hangar and twist wrenches on my arthritis crippled feet all day. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm feeling pretty privileged when I'm having, when I got to eat fucking steroids just so my body can work and I'm standing there for 10 hours twisting wrenches before the fucking sun's even up? Do you know what my bedtime is when you got to get up at 3.45 a.m.? But, you know, that's how I get Versace shirts and platinum chains and shit like that. So, you know, weigh it out, boy. Weigh it out. That's why I have a whole room. That's how, Some people are homeless. I have a whole room just to make this podcast that probably nobody's mother's going to listen to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This podcast is popping. I like to downplay my internet fame. You know what I'm saying? Um, did I even... I don't think I even did a proper intro, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here we are, dude. What I do think is that all white people should just give up all our jobs and everything so we don't have to do them anymore because that would be true white privilege. We talk about white privilege of having jobs, having money, of having this and that. I want to give it all... I want to just give it all away. I want somebody to just go do my job for me. And then I can use my privilege technically as a disability and say, well, I am taking up space in the workforce that could be towards a trans indigenous person. They could have my job and be making the type of money that I'm making. And then I just stay home because that's my disability is that I am taking uh, money away from trans indigenous peeps because they, they need to make money. They need to go put the planes in disguise, you know? Then they can go, then they can have money to go get jerked off uh, behind the chilies. Um, 
Real talk, though, the one thing I will say about having a chronic illness, and I don't know why I'm talking about it so much. I think it's just because I'm actually like in the pain again. I'm like in the midst of it where I was really fine for a while, and I wanted to have nothing to do with my personality, but it just is what it is. Um, I just don't want to have anybody have like sympathy for me. You know, that's weird. I don't want them to, but I do got to tell people sometimes like, dude, I can't work on ladders because the bottom of my left foot is basically numb. So when I get up high, I get vertigo because I can't really uh, feel my feet. People just think I'm a big bitch with heights, which I am, but the reason I'm such a big bitch with heights is because I can't f- really feel the bottom of my left foot, so I feel really um, uh, really clanky, really clanky on a ladder. Oh, excuse me. But uh, the good thing about having a chronic illness is that on the days where you feel good, there ain't nobody going to fuck your day up, dude. The days where you're not in pain or having some sort of like flare up, uh, you look at the people that are getting mad about shit like politics or traffic or whatever the fuck it is, the ice caps melting or nuclear war, and you're just like, you know what? My feet don't hurt. I don't give a fuck about anything. Ain't nobody killing my vibe. You put on Kendrick's bitch don't kill my vibe, bumping all the way through, and you say, yep, you ain't fucking up my vibe. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. You're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Fuck that guy. That guy's life probably sucks. He's probably driving home to his fat San Antonio wife. Here I am driving home in no pain at all. Ain't nobody going to fuck my shit up, dude. That's what you got to you got to you got to have boundaries. You got to have emotional boundaries and not allow people to fuck your shit up. Because if you let people fuck your shit up, they will fuck your shit up cuz people got nothing else to do. America's too comfortable, dude. We have self-driving cars now, bro. We have self-driving cars. You can order booze to your doorstep. We've gone too far. Well, you can probably order booze from a self-driving car where a robot will put the booze in a bag and then it'll just shove it on a Tesla. Like as soon as Tesla and Amazon come together and form some mega monopoly, the communists are going to win because automation will have just shut down any need for humans. It is getting scary, like with chat GPT and stuff like that. Um, makes you think, you know, what, what are a lot of these people going to do? So you really got to find them. Like the job market's already kind of, <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's already kind of hard to get a good paying job. Unless you put your time in. Um, I really don't have a lot of sympathy for homeless people. We can get into that in a minute, but, uh, you know, it's already hard to get a good paying job and find an area where you can afford to live a good life and whatnot. So uh, a lot of creative jobs are going to go away because of technology before automation was really stealing a lot of factory workers jobs and shit like that, which, you know, if you go back 10 years, all these fucking pompous techie liberals would be like, Oh, well learn, learn a skill that isn't blah, blah, blah. You know, like, Oh, learn how to code. Yeah, bitch. All the codes already been written. Now you can just, create a fucking engine and and just create it or have a robot create it for you. So now you're like, oh, I can't pay off my student loans. Well, bitch, learn how to weld. <laughs> Fucker. But yeah, I don't feel that bad for homeless people because I look at it like this. Of course, I have compassion for people sleeping out in the streets. Those are my fellow humans, right? But we all fall on hard times. But right now, if I were to lose my job, become extremely ill, whatever the case may be, I don't even have a lot of friends. I'm a fucking introvert. But I know that somebody would let me sleep on their couch and let me get back on their feet. Whether it's my parents, my aunt, 
my friend Alan, just like people from work, like whoever it may be. I know somebody would let me stay with them for like a month or whatever just to get back on my feet and get a, get a new place or whatever it may be. But so when you see these people running around, shooting up heroin, running around committing, committing crimes in the middle of the street, you got to ask yourself, like, how many chances have they really pissed away? How many people have they lied to, stolen from, done all these terrible things to, to where nobody wants to help them? Think about your friends. We all, have, we all have friends that are pieces of shit, but most of them, you would probably give a chance. Like, I don't want anybody living with me, but what if my good friends was down? I'd be like, okay, dude, well, I got a, I got a couch. Come, come stay with me, like, if you're really down and out. But if I came home and they weren't doing anything every day and they were stealing from me and doing drugs and shit like that and taking advantage of my kind-hearted nature, hell no. They'd be on the street shooting heroin immediately. I have no patience for that shit. And so when I see somebody that's already at that point where they're like just a complete, you know, lost cause where, because you see the social workers go out there and try to help them, try to get them off the street, try to get them jobs and into shelters and whatnot, but they got to get clean. That's always a stipulation. They got to get clean. They say, no, we don't want to do that. Which blame the drugs, blame whatever you want. But at the end of the day, am I going to invite that into my life? No. 48 laws of power. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. It is contagious because it is. When you let miserable people around you, you're just going to absorb that shit, dude. So if you, if you have somebody that's just constantly going through it, avoid them at all costs. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes them a bad person for wanting you to dr- drag you into it. Avoid them at all costs, dude. Because you can't help anybody. That's why you put, when, you're, when the plane's going down, that's why you put your mask on before you put it on somebody else's. Because you got to be able to help yourself before you can help anybody else, you know? That's what we're always so worried. We do both. We're quick to point fingers at other people before assessing ourselves, and we have an opinion to help others before we ever help ourselves. A lot of us aren't in a position to be helping others. We got to fix ourselves to be able to fix others, you know? That's why a lot of motherfuckers shouldn't be having kids. People, I don't know, sometimes the children fix them, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that heartburn's bad. Oh, my God. I'm so disappointed. God, but where I wanted to go with that, uh, minding your business, uh, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of a, a concept that Emily was talking about in one of her, one of her videos that I thought um, that kind of lives in my head rent free because if you guys don't know, em- Emily was, she, she talks a lot. They, you know, they joke, call her like uh, Andrea Tatiana. She's very, uh, very rooted in reality, right? And so she made a video criticizing feminism and whatnot. And then all these women came out of the woodwork. They're like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. And I actually talked to, talked to her about this on another podcast. You can actually go watch that podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search our names and it'll pop up. Um, but so they call her a pick me. And then they, they, there's plenty of other women that get called. It's kind of the term for a, a woman that says things that men like. They call them pick me's, I guess. Um, and I find this very interesting because, and she, you know, there's, like I said, this is piggybacking off of her take, but, uh, we got to perpetuate good ideas as much as we can. I just want to be able to give credit where it's due is that she pointed out all these girls calling her pick me will have their fucking tits out. Who are you sticking your tits out for? Men. 
So you're basically, I don't understand. I don't get this. Why women can't just admit that they wear makeup and get cute and do all this stuff for male attention. It's fine. You think I'm wearing this shirt to impress Bob at the machine shop? Huh? You think I'm wearing a thousand dollar shirt to impress Fred at McDonald's? No, dude. I want to look good for women. I want to smell good for women. You think I want to smell good for fucking Derek at Starbucks? No, I don't give a shit. If it was just a bunch of guys running around the way, like, it wouldn't even make sense. But for some reason, women just can't spit out, can't admit that they like male attention. They say, oh, I don't need no man. I got an OnlyFans. I'm independent. Bitch, you're literally dependent on what you call toxic masculinity. Male sex, men sexualizing you for your income. Why can't they just submit this, dude? You want to talk about toxic masculinity? It's like your whole life depends on toxic masculinity. Men built the world because they want to be fucking, they want to get laid. <laughs> just admit it, dude. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, Last point I want to make, last thing I want to get off my chest, and sorry, uh, I'm having, I'm struggling. These guys struggling with a hot bun is uh, really just do whatever you want to do. Oh, man, I just noticed those lights aren't on. I'm not refilming this. This looks terrible on camera. It doesn't matter. I was preoccupied. Um. Do whatever you want to do. Be whoever you want to be. Even if you're a they, them, yada, yada. Even if I'm making fun of you. if Even even if I am saying some shit that is making fun of you and criticizing it and calling you the devil or whatever it may be, you shouldn't care. Now, if I wake you up, if I spark an idea that makes you reassess something that's going to lead to a better quality of your life, then that's good. You know, that's my goal. Like, I'm not here to really, you know, I shame in a humorous way, but at the end of the day, I want to help. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just trying to whatever. I only criticize behaviors that I think are destructive. But even if I'm making fun of something that brings you joy, like if I'm making fun of going to EDM concerts or something like that, you shouldn't care. Do whatever you want to do because guess what? Nobody, nobody really cares. And not even your fucking funeral is going to be about you. I heard somebody that like, even your funeral, the people going to your funeral, they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm hungry. This is a song that I want to listen to on the way there. And then they're going to get there and be like, I don't want to see this person here. And they're going to want to leave. Even at your wedding, you think you're a special day? No, people are worried about themselves. They're going there to meet other people. Your birthday, everybody's going for their own enjoyment. Nothing, everybody is just out for themselves. So you should do whatever you want to do, but treat others well. And that's how we're going to end this episode. Go do something fucking nice today. Uh, go buy my book. Go read it. A lot of good messages in there. Tell somebody about the podcast. Rate and subscribe to all the channels. And uh, I will talk to you all next week. Big deuces.